the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a Friday, and it's Good Friday for me because it's Friday, which is always a good day of the week because it leads to the weekend, and then it's a good day because today's payday. We're out of it. So we get paid today as well. Those two things make it a good Friday. Uh, Robert Steinbach is just walking into the studio. We'll get to him in a moment. I know Chris Corbett's going to be with us. Is he on his way? Okay, he is on his way in from Conway. And we're going to spend some time talking today about a story that has been, I think, huge nationally. I uh, I get home at about um, oh eleven o'clock typically, uh, leaving from work, and you know I get here about five o'clock, five thirty, and then uh, do my show, and then start making plans for the next day and things of that nature. But this Kyle Rittenhouse story has just grabbed me by the lapels and pulled me in. I do. I feel like Michael Corleone. You know, I try to get out and they grab me and pull me back in. Of course, he was talking about the mafia. I'm talking about this story because it's, I think it's a sad story, to be honest. It's a sad story. Because as we watch our judicial system working, when you look at the prosecution, they're going after this kid only because he was on the other side of their political leanings. That's the only reason they're going after him. I mean, you watch all of the video they've been showing. This is one of the first trials I've ever seen where video has played such a huge part. Uh, I mean, everything that they're charging this kid with has been disproved by watching the video of what happened that night in Kenosha. I mean, it's just amazing to me. And this prosecutor has put up such an anemic prosecution. I mean, you've got one guy that's supposed to be your star witness. He's on the stand... And the uh, defense is asking him some questions. One, did you have a gun with you when you went to the riot? Answer, yes. Did you approach Kyle Rittenhouse? Yes. Did you point a gun at him before he shot you? Yes. 
How close were you? About four foot. I want you to think about that for a second. You got a guy that's four feet away from you. He's got a handgun. I don't know what kind of handgun. I don't know if they ever said, you know, was it a thirty-eight? Was it a forty? You know, forty-four was. You know, was it a Desert Eagle? What was it that the guy had? But he was po- and he was pointed at this guy's melon, aka head. All right. Now let me ask you: If you had your gun. And somebody was within four foot. I'm looking at Robert right now. He's about four foot away from me and was aiming his gun at you. You think you might have pulled the trigger? I know I would have. But I would would have thought that I was under attack. I would. Would I have done it in, in, uh, would I have shot the guy in self-defense? I would have. Just like the other uh, guy that he shot, who had been chasing him, who had run a dumpster into a police car while it was on fire, who uh, left that and then started coming after Rittenhouse from behind him, and he had a weapon as well, and he got shot, and it killed him. And it's all on video. You can watch it. I'm, I'm, I know that the, 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 the uh, defense has been talking about a mistrial shoot i think i think you'd you'd go to the judge and say you think charges should be dropped i mean it's been proven you know it's a perfect example of of uh, self-defense so why are they going after him in kenosha well the uh, prosecuting attorney is a liberal and he is holding on to the, the liberal side of all of this. I mean, how many people that were with Black Lives Matter or who were working with Black Lives Matter who had burned down a couple of, of businesses, had set three car dealerships on fire, were running around with weapons in their hands and threatening people, how many of them have charges brought up against them? Did you say none? You're right. Ding, 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 ding. This is this is just such a travesty of justice. This is a perfect example of, you know, Lady Justice holding the blindfold up and looking at things and ignoring the fact that this is a perfect example of, uh, of, of self-defense. I mean, that one... To, uh, prosecuting attorney when the the one uh, witness that they had and the defense cross-examined and he, he admitted he had a gun he admitted he was within four foot he admitted that he was pointing the gun at the guy's head he says all this and you look over to show a picture of the defense team and both of them have their heads in their hands they knew that their case at that moment was gone it was gone Robert Steinbach is here. He is a uh, law professor at the Bowen School of Law here in uh, in uh, Little Rock. And uh, his opinions are typically different than that of the university or the school of law. And uh, he's with <coughs> us to talk about this. Chris is coming in. We're going to talk to him about it as well. 
Just to be clear, Dave. This is crazy. Dave, when you say my opinions are different than the school of law, an institution doesn't have opinions. Bureaucrats. Supposed to not have an opinion. Right. But bureaucrats who capture the institution and use the public's name for their own personal political agendas, those are opinions. Okay. So (laughs) bottom line, though, your opinions are yours and yours alone and not necessarily the school or or the school that it belongs to. but, or the administrators that use the school's yes, name for their own absolutely. personal political we're, agendas. We're, I do this to do it for a specific reason, of course and that you is do. I want to see YA Robert. No, I, of course, appreciate that. But my point uh, related to yours is a broader point, which is you, you, all the time you see schools put out the, across the country. Well, our, value, our values. Our, uh, who are you as an elected or appointed bureaucrat to describe values of a group of diverse individuals. No, those are your values in which you are using the name, often of a public institution, for your own personal political agenda. By the way, let me draw an analogy. Like trying to secretly rename an endowed position after Bill Clinton and then getting stomped on by what? The truth. Yeah. The truth. Yeah, their their fire got put out by the truth. Exactly. No doubt about it. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, well, the truth all... Not always, not always, but should. That's right. Went out, and I think it's going to win out in Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, case That's as right. well. I mean, I, I've been going home and have been transfixed on television. I've been watching this whole trial. The last trial I watched like this was O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Well, the, and in both cases, the prosecutors have demonstrated some really poor behavior, poor judgment. Uh, and p- poor lawyering. The, at one point, this prosecutor was testifying, and the judge said, "Who's testifying here? Yeah. You or the witness?" Yeah, it was, it was, it's been been interesting to watch. The judge has been very good about this. He's a very good judge. Yeah. By the way, what's what's hilarious uh, about uh, about all of this and watching these guys? I can that prosecutor's probably elected. I don't. I don't yes. foresee him being reelected. Yeah. And to say that he's he's screwed it up. Let me give you the the biggest uh, uh, similarly uh, similarity between what happened in this trial and what happened in the O.J. Simpson trial. Martha Clark and um, what's the black guy? Darden. Name? Darden. Chris Darden asked the uh, the question. It was Darden, I think, that asked the question. Uh, Mister Mister Simpson, can you put on those gloves? Okay, and in this one we say we got a prosecuting attorney who's sitting there, and they uh, they ask, "Did you have a gun when you went?" To-? You should know those things. If you're the prosecutor, you should know the witness that you have on for yourself had a gun. There was one line by the prosecutor, one question, <clears throat> in which he asked Rittenhouse, "Well, why would you bring a rifle uh, to?" This wouldn't it have been safer for third parties if you brought a handgun? I'm not allowed to carry a handgun. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, Chris Corbett is here. We'll get his take on this Rittenhouse uh, trial that's going on. It is, it's abysmal for the defense, or, or pardon me, for the prosecution. The prosecution. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about East End Towing. East End Towing is ready to help you when you need help, whether it's your car broke down. You locked your keys in the car. You got a flat tire. Your battery went dead. Bottom line, they will take good care of you. Uh, No matter the situation, the folks at East End Towing can handle it. 
and they've got all the answers so that you don't get in trouble. Call Easton Towing 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. East End Towing. I was just talking to the guys about Mike Golick, and he's lost a lot of weight. I think about 80 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember I saw him on uh, one of the commercials. I think he's doing one of the weight loss commercials. And it shows him talking about he's barbecuing or whatever. And uh, I didn't even recognize him. I mean, I remember watching him uh, on on television when he was doing the big radio show that he had. Uh, and, yeah, I watched him on TV. And he was on the radio because I wasn't where his radio station was. But the bottom line was, he looks great now. He's slimmed down. He's in good shape. And that's good. I want him to be around for a while. He's pretty doggone good when he sits down and breaks down the NFL. All right, enough about the NFL. I'm going to move on now. I'm going back to Kyle Rittenhouse. And uh, I'm I'm looking over at uh, Chris Corbett, who has joined us here in the uh, studio. He's a, a practicing attorney from Conway. Uh, he gets out, and if this case was going on here in Arkansas, Chris would be one of the defendants. Defense, uh, on the defense team for Kyle Rittenhouse because Absolutely. they were trying to railroad well, this kid. In all seriousness, remember, Chris is the plaintiff in three separate gun lawsuits. Yep. Um, I'm co-counsel on that case. Chris is both the plaintiff and counsel because we believe in gun rights. Um, uh, you know, Chris has mentioned that uh, Leslie Rutledge didn't join our cases. She could have. But she didn't join our cases. No, Why? Right. Because if you if you want to be a flag in the wind going with the political winds of the day, then you don't get involved. Uh, so um, Chris has always been pro-gun. And the only reason we see this Kyle Wittenhouse prosecution is because the elected DA up there is a leftist. No, April. He's a leftist. Okay. He's a leftist. And yeah. that's what... Is going on. This is a political trial. That's this is why not the judge has slapped him down several right. times. He, he slapped him, him down forcefully. That's right. He yeah. even said to him, "We're not trying politics here." He started, the prosecutor started to ask a question about, "Hey, uh, what's the politics of that website?" Wait, wait what? <laughs> Don't wait, matter. What? Yeah. Right, right. Facts matter, not yeah. politics. Well, the, and do, do, do yeah. you like how the the, the judge uh, just jumped all over him about? Uh, when he was asking questions, and he would say, and remember, you're under oath. And the judge said, you don't ever say that. Yeah, that's my job, not your <laughs> job. I'll, I'll tell them that. Right. You're trying to intimidate them. That's right. Yeah. By the way, do you think they forgot? Yeah. you think yeah. they left the room? Oh, he right. was good, right? I mean, That judge he's holding his feet to the fire. That's right. That's right. No, the prosecutor has repeatedly uh, engaged in inappropriate and unethical uh, and illegal behavior. Uh, and I will would not be surprised if he winds up being reported to the Ethics Committee for Lawyers uh, after this trial is over. Okay, well, I want to get back to, to Chris because he yes. brought up something immediately when he walked into the studio. You all didn't hear it, all right? You were, you were listening to the break. If you were watching on uh, the, the Facebook account, you saw him walk in and you saw him talk, uh, talking to me. Here's what he was asking me. What the hell is a drone by the FBI at Kenosha, Wisconsin? That's right. For? 
That's, That's right. a great question. Yeah. Were there any FBI on the street? No. Oh, but they're droning it. They're yeah. watching it. They're watching all well, of the video. The video is not produced until the fifth day of the trial. Yeah. And it's a granny video, and then somehow they get some high def video. Oh, they, they enhance it. There was a whole yeah, trial. There was oh. a whole thing about enhancement, oh, and they said we don't know how it gets enhanced. Yeah, oh, yesterday it was. That was all it was about. Yeah, it was yeah. about. Well, could you change the color? Can right. you add yeah. pixels and all this other stuff? Because you got to ask those questions. Can they change what you're seeing on your screen? Right. So you're seeing something different. Yeah. And, and the so-called expert kept saying, "Well, I didn't make the program. I don't know, I how, don't it know how it works. I don't know how it works." Oh, That's what and then said. the government says, "How dare the defense challenge us? Everybody does this. Everybody. That's your <laughs> argument. Yeah. Everybody does. Everybody smokes crack, so yeah. it's okay." Yeah. So a lot of people smoke crack, so right. we went ahead and smoked it before exactly. what before we took this case. Yeah. That's right. Well, what that video showed <laughs> is Kyle Rittenhouse defending himself. Yes, it did. Right. It, He's got a gun pulled on him. He's got a skateboard upside his head. <laughs> I'm telling you. I what. was watching some outtakes of other shows on on the you know the uh, the lefties talk stations, and this one you woman mean says, media? "Yeah, yeah." This one woman says, "One of the weapons was a uh, was a skateboard." You can't kill somebody with a skateboard. I'll tell you what. Here's what I want to do. Let me have that skateboard. And let me beat you to death with it no, and prove you wrong. Give me just one shot. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. Those skateboarders know it's a weapon, and they'll use it, and they'll bop you upside the head. Those trucks than, would hurt you, yo, man. Oh, man. They do it on purpose. They know. They, they know to grab the edge of that one wheel and hit you upside the head of the other side of the skateboard. You, you mean yeah. a bat with wheels? Yeah. A bat with wheels is all it is. Wheels, yeah. I, could, I just can't believe the, the way the, the left talks about this. They call him a domestic terrorist. Why hey, was he there? Yeah, exactly. Hey, let's Why go Brandon. Why was he that's, there? That's my response. Let's go Brandon. <laughs> Meaning they, they take reality and they contort it to nonsense. That's right. So let's go Brandon. Well, and then the prosecutor goes way off the hinges after he's admonished by the judge talking about, well, you can't defend property, can you? Say what? Right. I wasn't defending property. The, right. guy, the guy pulled a gun on me. I'm defending my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm disappointed the prosecutor took the case. Well, I'm disappointed that the judge didn't throw it out when they brought their witness up, and he he uh, testified. I came armed. I got within four foot of him, and before yeah. he ever raised his weapon to me or fired at me, I was yeah, pointing my video. gun at his noggin. I tell you what, how about charges against that man for aggravated assault? Yeah. He's lucky to be alive. It's amazing. Yeah, he really is. I just, I hate to tell this to you, Kyle, but you're a bad shot. <laughs> All right. He, I think he was down on the ground. He had yeah. fallen when he shot the guy. He didn't give him the bicep, actually, right? Yeah. yeah but as, like, as he's falling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe was yeah. falling when he when yeah. he pulled the trigger. I don't know. But the bottom line was that kid didn't pull the trigger except when he was threatened. That's right. Well, and the other guy, the, the drone showed that he's chasing him around. Oh yeah, yeah. Chasing the, him the one that he killed. Kill that's right. Which one? The child molester? Yeah, I don't know if that's the guy. Okay. If he one was a child molester. I don't know which right. one, one of was. The two, one of the other. One of the two guys. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse. The killed, pedophile. Is child yeah. molester like, convicted? Yeah. Golly. Yeah. Like well, he, well, that didn't come out. The did one it? that was cheer- well, they'll say that it's inconsequential. Uh-huh. Doesn't pay. But anyway, he was the one that ran the the uh, trash receptacle. The big. Track trash receptacle that was on fire. Oh, that's right. Into the police car that had cops in it. Yeah, and Rittenhouse was putting it out of the fire station, yeah. right? Yeah. And then he came back after Rittenhouse. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just so ridiculous. And people know me well enough that have listened to me. When we get into uh, legal questions like this, and they're going to be there's going to be a trial, I always say, "Let me hear the evidence." It's what I've always That's done. Right. I always want to hear the evidence. Yeah, what's going on? And then I'm looking at this, and I'm going, I'm seeing the evidence. Isn't this, both of you, like you talk about this. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get into it in the next half. All right. And dealing with, this is the first trial that I've watched that they had as much uh, video as they had for, for this one, for both sides. Oh, yeah. The video is a great witness. Yeah. And and then they're trying to prove their case by what you're seeing. And then they show it, and then the uh, prosecution tries to gaslight you, all right? Yeah, I know what you're seeing, but that's not really what you're seeing. That's what they say. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to show you this video, but don't pay any attention to it. Closing arguments are on Monday. I hope the jury takes 30 minutes. Let's give it 15 minutes and just 10 minutes for drama and come back with an acquittal, right? Yeah, well, I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm sure hoping that it is, but... I do know this. When you go to trial, you never, never know. All right, let's get to the news. We'll come back and uh, talk more about this. Back with you. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Are you concerned about out-of-control government spending? Are you concerned about the inflationary numbers we just saw here this last week? Political unrest, rapid decline of the U.S. dollar. Well, if you got any kind of moxie in your head, you are. And uh, and it's why millions of other Americans are investing in silver and gold to help protect their nest eggs. Uh, don't let 1970s style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold can help you protect your assets. IRA, 401k, and hard-earned savings by calling 501-222-3315. Uh, the folks at David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services uh, are affected or, or offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor all right i've got uh, robert steinbach he's a legal beagle has been doing all the legal stuff for the ellswick show for years now whenever there's a legal question he's on now we've also added the now we got a double barrel shotgun we used to just have a single barrel we got kind of a semi-automatic 12 gauge sitting here in the studio with me i'm the 10 gauge on the stagecoach it's ma- the one that's mounted <laughs> yeah yeah i love that but chris corbett is here as well robert is a law professor at the bowen school of law remember his opinions are his his alone not that necessarily of the school of law or the university to which they belong and uh but all i can say this he's never been wrong on my show he's always been right and then chris is a practicing attorney, as is Robert, by the way. He passed the bar now, and he's a practicing attorney as well. He didn't, he wasn't for a while, didn't see, he was, a, he wanted to be a, just a, a teacher. Dave, he was wrong once time, one time, Yeah, but then he was mistaken. That's right. He was mistaken that he was wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I, I told them, I sent them a text last night, 
first find out if both of them will be here today because uh, you know chris has been out of state he's been he's been out hunting elk oh we got did a beautiful elk i did it's a beautiful how animal. many it's a majestic my uh, me and my little brothers we all got one well they and they were wow. only allowed to shoot one so yeah that's you're only allowed to shoot one bull elk we're on the hickoria <clears throat> apache nation tribal lands okay my oh, guide, I didn't realize you were on Indian land. My guide was a full-blooded Apache. Let me Is ask right? this question. Yeah. Let me ask this question. It was awesome. How much did your ticket cost, your Good license? Question. It, the, the permit was seven grand. Wow! Yeah, it's serious. They make some money. The, the, it was there seven. is no doubt about how, that. How much per Good pound question, is that? Dave. How, <laughs> much, how much is that steak I'm going to be eating? Because I'm eating it, and I ain't paying, baby. Did you bring, did you bring me a steak? Uh, he will. It is being shipped. I killed mine late. Oh, so, um, last day? Yeah. No, it was last next five to minutes. last day, yeah. <laughs> and um, so they're packaging up and shipped it. But we, I was able, my brother shot the first one, and um, we cut out the tenderloins. Dave, it's wonderful meat. Um, oh, it's one, I, some of the best meat to uh, eat. I'm just telling you, you talk about lean. And these animals are huge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had to winch Over a ton. Them. We had to winch them up into the truck. Yeah, I know. They're big, 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 yeah. big. Yeah. So. Do you know the weight, Chris, of the... Um, you know, if I had to guess, it's their eight, 900 pounds yeah, yeah, walking around. Saying. Yeah, And then gutted and dressed with, you know, with the bones, they were hanging weight was four or 500 pounds. Wow. So... You'll be eating for uh, a year on that, <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, I, I have to tell you that I am envious. Well, it was... It was be- now you can get you a cow permit for seven hundred fifty bucks because they want to get rid of a bunch. The cows, of them. when I say cows, they're the you know the female Females. elk and they're huge too. And you know they they glide across the land. They move so fast. Um, Why is the cow so much cheaper? Uh, I don't know. There's, uh, that sounds feminist, doesn't it? It's because <laughs> to me females because mo- there, is it most I don't know they most hunters. Want to get a bull? Oh, they want the rack and stuff. They want the rack and all of that. That's right. Did you get? I, did you get your? Oh you yeah. Did you know? Beautiful one. They have two ivory teeth. I did not know that. Wait, I'm fifty years old. Uh, elk have two ivory teeth in their head. When they like smile, some does remnants it just, of a of a tusk. Yeah, I was gonna say, do they smile? And I didn't believe and them. There's a. I said, I gotta. You see. know, there's a little bit of yeah. a, ding. Little gold teeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so one guy told me that helps them make that bugle, like the the, the tooth like hums or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> for as big of an animal as an elk is. That is the sissiest sound I have ever heard oh, for a male to make. That's right. <laughs> they don't roar. Yeah. It's like, what is that? Is that the is that the best you can bring? <laughs> so, Chris, if I would have come with you. Uh, I would, w- and I decided to only shoot the um, the cows. Yeah. I could have shot seven cows, uh, ten cows for the price of one bull. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. a lot of meat. I'm going to be honest with you. I'd much rather eat the cow meat mm-hmm. than eat a bull because yeah. he's all full of hormones and everything. Right, right. You know, driving him crazy enough to get out and well, show himself. It, yeah. to be shot. Here's the difference. That rather than sitting in a in a stand and freezing your butt off, you go chase them. Yes, you're stalking them, Dave. You know, you're, it's exciting. You're well, stalking them. I want to go on one of the uh, elk hunts out in Colorado. Yes, where you go out on horseback. Oh, that'd be beautiful. That'd be tough. Yeah, it'll, yeah, are, yeah. And you stay at night. You oh, stay yeah. in a big tent. 
Yeah. You know, with everybody else, and they got a big child. To, see, I look at that, and I go, that takes me now historically back to the way it was at that <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Yeah. We're all walking around and hadn't shaved, and we're picking lice out of our armpits oh, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, this, this time last year, Dave, um, I came on your show from – Huron, South Dakota. Yeah. There was a pheasant hunt. Was, uh-huh. My buddies are at the pheasant hunt right now. I envy you. Yeah, and I didn't make it because I was war slap out. Yeah, God's telling me right now, shut up, Dave. Don't be telling people that you're, <laughs> you know, what? looking at this guy. Look, you this want show, to do Chris, what he does. As, as I mentioned in the last segment, Chris has three affirmative lawsuits as the plaintiff. Uh, to enforce your gun rights That's right. uh, here in Arkansas against the city, against the county, uh, and against the leftists at the gun and, what's it, Fish and Game uh, Commission. The Game and Fish. The Game and Fish, sorry. I, I, I keep butchering it because it's it's just a... Why a, is I, it that the, that the, the state agencies, yeah. Arkansas State Police is worse than they are. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line, they're the ones that always show up to strip us of our gun rights. Well, I can well, tell you about well, the game and fish. We need to sit down. Yeah, we need to sit down with Austin Booth, a veteran, a licensed attorney. This is the head of the game and fish. Uh-huh. Why, and say, why, hey, buddy, why is change he, the rule. Why is he pursuing a leftist agenda? So I don't know. He could easily question. shut it down. He could, take those, he could rip those signs down and go, guys, this is America. I, I thought this was the land of the free. Oh, wait. Unless you're on the game, gun, gun, game and fish range, right? Because here's the thing, Chris. Bureaucrats... And bureaucracy trumps political philosophy. Austin Booth, head of the CEO, the CEO of the Game and Fish, right? right. And he can shut this litigation right. down right yeah. now. Where are you, Austin? Yeah. Where are you? Call him out. Let's, okay. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And like I said, Chris is pursuing three lawsuits. Yeah. Not for himself. Of course, he'll take the benefit for every Arkansan, every one of the three million Arkansans. It was my show that showed everybody why the Arkansas State Police didn't want to have open carry. That's right. And oh, yeah. why yeah. they were so adamant about you having to have a license. T- t- tell, tell the audience again why. Well, they, one, of their people, one of their people addressed uh, a committee at state government level and said, you can't do this. If you do this, we don't get any money. If there we it don't, is. If we Say don't, it again. <laughs> if, we, if we don't get the money, money, we can't finance our retirement accounts. Money. She said it. I, I've i got it. I remember. I pro- here's what I promise you. Monday, listen to my show. I'll play it for yeah. you. Money. Yeah, it's all about show licensing. Show me the money. And yeah, it, it's, it's not it's, about your rights. It's They'll recurring. take your rights. Yeah, it's recurring money. Yeah. Yes. That's right. It's not a once and done thing. That's right. We've got to renew it. That's right. Hey, Chris, um, uh, notwithstanding that Leslie Rutledge Rutch, Rutch recognized that you and I are outstanding attorneys and will defend the rights of Arkansans, why hasn't she joined our case? Cases. Cases. Yeah, well, we, we put her on notice and she sent a nice letter through a deputy attorney general. And gave us a compliment that the defendant, the Constitution will be well defended. Yeah. We trust. Yeah. Don't, but don't you want your elected officials to actually Do step up? Step up? Yeah. She did She did um, not waive her right. She could come in. But well, come on in, baby. Yeah. Come on in. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, I say to Dave, come on in, baby. She I say left to Grace, it. come on in, baby. <laughs> yeah. She left, it, she left it open. Unlike <laughs> the judge in the Rittenhouse case, he shut that prosecutor down. Oh, he did. <laughs> he said... Don't be pursuing this line of questioning. Boom. Done. <laughs> Finished. 
So what do you think? Okay, so closing arguments will be Monday, and I'll be riveted. Uh, I'll be heating up my my nacho cheese and getting my chips and pouring a big old soda, a Diet Coke, and I'll be watching that. Uh, and i got to give Fox credit because they've been carrying it, and I've been just riveted to this. Like I said, I haven't done this since OJ because everybody was talking about it. Now that this has gotten in front of, in front of a, a judge and, and a jury, now other people are watching this, and well, it's good that they're watching it. I heard my good friend Steinbuck tell me something the other day. When that defense attorney gives up, gets up to tell his closing argument, there's actually three closing arguments. Okay. There's the one he's prepared. Right. The, the, there's the one he gives, and then there's the one he wish he gave. Yeah. So he's going mean, to... You get always up. forget something. That's right. So what is he going to get up and tell that jury? Self-defense? Of course. But how's he going to say it? Or does he just get up and say, you saw the evidence? It's over with. Send my client home. And drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Five <laughs> second closing. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested in here with how, well, how the prosecution, uh, prosecution tries to, yeah. you know pretzelize the logic when you on forget this. this rittenhouse his whole life's on trial yeah he's right? 17 years old yeah 17 who knows years the, old the machinations that went on behind the scenes plead guilty get 10 years plead guilty i mean there was some at some point he had to say nope i'm going to trial yeah and he was 17 when this happened yes and well he's 16 when it happened oh is he 16 he's 17 now oh, man yeah yeah it's it's crazy it did this is just this is when I say Lady Justice is hold, holding up the blindfold right. and looking. I, I think they considered what would happen if he didn't have a gun. He'd had his head bashed in. He'd be dead. There'd be no trial. He'd been be one of them. Been, he'd be they one of them that had, would have been killed, and that that same prosecutor would not prosecute anybody about it. He would have been killed in the rights. No, no, I'm sorry. The protest. Yes, the protest. The The (laughs) non-violent protest. Yeah, I hope you all watch that because (laughs) you look at what the left calls a non-violent protest. All right, we've got to take a break. Final break for this hour. It is going fast because we are covering some really important things. If it can happen to a kid, it can happen to you what has happened. And that's why... I would say to you that if you don't have, you know, some kind of uh, gun insurance, you need some gun insurance to help you out in case. And why, when the when the police show up and it's you, it's been a righteous shooting, even if it's been totally righteous, you just say, "I want to talk to my lawyer." That's right. Do not offer anything. Just telling you, they'll, they'll try to twist it sometimes. All right, Dave Ellswick Show, don't forget about P.I. Roofing. P.I. Roofing wants you to call them, especially after that big storm we had come through the other night with all the lightning and the wind and the rain and the hail. Uh, You might need to do some work on that roof, and P.I. Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, tell you the, 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 the long and skinny of it. Do you need a new roof? Do you need partial new roof? They'll take your uh, insurance up on the on the roof, their appraiser, and show them the problems. And uh, probably all you'll have to do is pay whatever your deductible is and get a new roof on your home. That's what's good about PI Roofing. They take care of it all. You, you don't even have to hardly be involved in it uh, except, uh, you know, write the check and, and get, them, get them to work. 
That's P.I. Roofing. 707-3551 is your number. PIRoofing.com. That's how you get a hold of them on the Internet. All right. I just I just sat here, and if you put me on a, on a stand and asked me the questions that I just was talking about, <laughs> I would perjure myself. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, anyway, what can I say? I was sitting here and telling, I was telling uh, Chris that he could get himself some uh, really nice stud earrings for his wife over at uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I'll be talking about that next hour, just so everybody knows. The ladies love diamonds. Yeah, they like stud earrings. I yesterday I was talking to the folks that do the. Uh, the the jingle parade and all that. And this year, not doing the parade. They're just doing a big, like uh, fair kind of deal out by where the tree lighting is going to be. And and I was talking about Eric from uh, Hillcrest, and I said, you know, he, you tell me if he's leading me wrong or not. And I said, he says that the one thing every lady wants is a great pair of diamond stud earrings, and she says, I'm wearing mine right now. Nice. <laughs> Now, I did something that no lawyer in their right mind would do. I didn't know how she was going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, a lawyer is supposed to know what his witnesses are going to say. That's right. a bit of a fallacy, in fact, as it turns out. But nonetheless. Is it really? Yeah. I, look, the the goal is always to be prepared, but you can't always know the answer to every question. You can't always know every question that you would will need to pose, particularly on redirect. So there are always circumstances in which you don't know the answer. And ultimately, the what you're pursuing is truth. So knowing or not knowing is not the be-all and end-all. Okay. That's a secret. I love, see, that's why I bring him on, and he's a <laughs> he's a professor, you know. He teaches this stuff. He wants you, wants you to know if you're a lawyer, you know, the unknown can jump up and bite you in the ass <laughs> at My the, worst, that's at the, the worst time. Ask yeah. those two prosecuting attorneys well, when their witness got up there and said, yeah, I had a gun, yeah, I was pointing at his head. The, the prosecutor in the Rittenhouse uh, case said to Rittenhouse various questions to which he didn't know the answer, and that is common when you're cross-examining, in, particularly in a criminal trial. But then, he, for example, he said, um, uh, "Did you buy? Didn't you buy the bullets?" And Rittenhouse said, "No." And he goes, "You didn't buy the bullets?" Uh, no. He just answered that question. Yeah. And so he didn't like the answer, so he thought repeating the question was an effective tactic. Of course, it's not. Right. Yeah. And how did you get the bullets? That would be my next question. Yeah, well, it was. That. that he did. And the guy said, well, the other guy bought the bullets. Yeah. I didn't buy the bullets. <laughs> I was there with other people. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just me. There was other people there protecting those folks. Never doubt the ability of your client to screw up their own case. Or their to offer more. Yeah, that's right. To offer something that muddies the water, so to speak. You, you don't want to muddy the waters. But anyway, I'm like you are, Chris. I'll be I'll be uh, glued to the TV come Monday because closing arguments are going to wait until Monday now. They, uh, most people thought they were going to let them happen today, but it won't happen until Monday. I guess it was the prosecution wanted the weekend so they could figure out how to insert their lies better. So. It's interesting that the, that the judge gave them a day off. I was wondering yeah. why they didn't go ahead and closing arguments today. However, wait, yesterday was a holiday, right? Or yeah, Veterans, Veterans Day, day but yeah. they, they, they were still were in court. Yesterday. 
Okay. They were in court. Maybe yesterday. it took Veterans Day for Friday. I don't know. It's, I, it's kind of interesting, but I, I I don't know why that happened. Like I said, and I'm being facetious, but right. I, I'm just being honest with you. Give him more time to figure out how he wants to try to twist the truth to make it seem like it's something else. Yeah. I mean, some of the lawyers that have been watching this admitted that he asked a couple of questions to sow grains of doubt in perhaps oh, yeah. a juror's mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knew there's nothing there, but just put that out there. Yeah. I, it, it's it's awful to watch that, that prosecutor ask those questions. You know? Yeah, it was really, really wild. I mean... I learned a lot watching it. That one, there's one guy that they're having on. I forget what his name was, but he says these guys are nothing but dumb butts. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's he's showing no mercy, and he's a prosecuting attorney. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, and okay. he's saying it's the worst presentation he's ever watched. And and who's the guy that they that Fox uses for their? Uh, uh, constitutional to- not Tobin that's together Turley Turley and Turley's just shaking his head I mean he really is he said they'd fail my class that's what he said no kid hey, they'd fail hey. my class nice by the way that's the line that Josh Silverstein your often guest uh, uh, liberal but not leftist yeah. uh, said about the administration's uh, interpretation of its own rules that prevent me from having a federal judge as a guest speaker in my class <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I'm when i observing F, a Jewish holy case. Yeah. You failed the you class. Failed. Yeah. I would fail. I would fail them. I mean, their arguments have zero, zero legal merit. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll talk about that some yeah. more. We want to bring up that it's case a, some it's more. It's a good line that Josh uses. All right. Robert and Chris will be back with us, and we'll talk further with him. If you listen on the radio, it's your voices you'll hear with me. And if you're watching on Facebook, that's Chris, and that's Robert. I wanted to make sure because Robert would be upset if I if people thought that he was really Chris. Why? <laughs> you you call him Chris ugly? I don't know what, I don't know what's up with that, Chris. Good luck with that. Why should I be upset if you call me Chris? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start calling Chris Buana because he goes out hunting all the time. He does shoot a lot, and, and he. I'm gonna bring you some elk meat. And he bring. Well, you didn't bring me anything from the pheasants. You told me you bring me pheasant meat, and you didn't. I did. No, I was gonna. I, I have something to bring you at home, and I keep forgetting to bring it. All they're right, beautiful but, animals. Oh, they're beautiful, but they're. Tasty animals. All right, we got more coming your way after uh, the news. That's coming up next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. into the last hour for a friday hey heidi you glad it's the last hour for the dave ellswick show for friday i am i am i'm looking about uh, this weekend going with some friends they haven't seen the new bond movie so 
I'm gonna go. Nice. I'm gonna go with them to see it, and we're gonna go to Chewy's and go to lunch and do that. That's something I do once in a while with IMAX? my friends. Have the a good IMAX. time. So you going to the Chanel IMAX? No. Where are you gonna go? Nah, we'll go. We'll go over to Riverdale. Nice. Riverdale Ten. They got big screens over there, so I'll, we'll go over there and watch the movie. It'll be fun. It's good. I, I've already seen it. So you seen it twice. So this will be your second time. Yeah. You're gonna notice stuff. Uh, that did I didn't not notice the first time. Yes. That's why I'm going to see Dune again. Me too. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Great movie, huh? I loved it. I guess you know that they the, are making part two. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. It's been greenlit um, now. Did you notice in the, the Bond movie that they got him in one of the uh, iconic pictures where he's down the hallway in the tunnel? Oh, sure. Turns and shoots. Did you yeah. recognize oh, that yeah. in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, they... <laughs> They played it out. I'm not going to give you a giveaway. Yeah, they'll so some away. of you who haven't seen it, I got friends that haven't seen it, but I'm just telling you that I thought they did it right. Yeah. It was a fun movie to watch. Definitely. Awesome. Although the guy Malik, whatever his name is, yeah. Uh, yeah. that played the villain. Right. Anemic. Best way I can put it. I didn't, he, he was wasn't evil enough. Stunted. He was a little... Well, he is a small man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't vicious enough? Is that yeah, what you mean? that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's only there's only so many people that can take over the world. I mean, that's, that's right. what it comes that's down right. to with the, with the Bond villains. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's go back and let's talk to our resident um, professor from over the Bowen School of Law, Robert Steinbach. He is uh, right now mixed up in a federal case against... The school, is that correct? Well, we haven't filed it yet, um, but we will because uh, eventually... You're giving, them, you're giving them the opportunity. Well, I don't have a choice, frankly. I, you have to go oh, through okay. an internal process. I'm going through the internal process. Then I'll go to the Equal Opportunity, uh, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, uh, which who will give me a what's called a right to sue letter, and then I will file my lawsuit in federal court. Remember the issue. The dean of the law school told me that notwithstanding having done so for nearly 20 years, uh, having a federal judge fill in for me while I'm away on Jewish holy days. By the way, a maximum of three per year. Maximum. Could be zero because it depends when the class falls, right? Right, right. If the the holiday is on a Monday and the class falls on a Tuesday, guess what? I don't miss anything. Um, But you think... that they would want a federal judge to fill in so that the students could come and have exposure to a federal judge, both for experience and also possibly to uh, work their way into his knowledge in terms of hiring, because federal judges hire lawyers as what's called judicial law clerks. In fact, it's such a valuable experience that if the school prohibits me from doing so during my religious holy days, I'll just do it on other days. So the outcome uh, will be quite similar other than me being discriminated against, and that's exactly what's happening here. There's a rule at the school that quite literally says if you can't make it a class, you can have a guest lecturer. How does this not fit? Well, because the dean says, I prefer you not to do it. Hey, I prefer she doesn't vote for leftists. I'm fairly confident (laughs) that she does. I'm fairly good. Because here's the thing, Dave. Across this country, law schools are haven for leftist indoctrination. That's why you don't see many conservatives teaching uh, constitutional law. 
Of course, I've volunteered along with another Jewish professor who you've had on your show, Josh Silverstein. Both of us have volunteered to teach constitutional law, and the dean has told us no. She wants to hire someone inexperienced to teach it instead. That makes a lot of sense. And then, uh, uh, right? It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And what you're fighting, I was sitting there listening to your story. What what you're fighting is made-up rules in the administrative state that he's got to exhaust administrative remedies before he can go to court. This is made up. It doesn't matter. We'll get there. We're we're going to court, and we're going to let uh, a jury decide these issues. There's one thing I know about Robert. He's patient. Oh, patience is a virtue. By the way, I can't tell you how many attorneys have already signed on to the forthcoming lawsuit to represent me. Oh, yeah. We're, Very good. When I, read the, letter, when I read the letter, I just uh, from the was it the um, Association of National Jewish Lawyers, right? It was scathing. That's right. And we're, we're talking about licensed attorneys doing this. That's right. right? That's right. Not 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 like uh, just a regular old state bureaucrat. Mm-hmm. We're someone that's got a license that's got a duty to defend the Constitution. Right. Uh, Josh said about the argument that. that there's some that there's any basis uh, to prevent me from having these guest lecturers in my class when I'm observing the Jewish Holy Days. Josh's response was, uh, "If a student made that argument in my class, I would fail that student." <laughs> F. Okay. Yeah. F. That's interesting. That's it. Yeah. That uh, to say that there's zero mem- merit to the argument on the other side is to give credit to the word zero. Right, I mean, to suggest that zero means more than it is. That's how little merit. There's so little merit, it's coming back around on negative numbers. That's how zero merit there is. All right. All right, so let me move from that just for a second. Of course. Let me move into former President Donald Trump. Yes. Where they're trying to get some of his papers for this January 6th. And I'm saying this, if you're watching on Facebook, air quote here, uh, riot that had happened on uh, at the. Uh, you mean the riot Capitol. that had no burning buildings, had no guns? Yeah, right. The, much much like the Kenosha oh, wait. protest. There, wait, was, there was okay, guns. I'm confused. But the only gun that was yeah, there the, were the, the people police. that had it inside the thing and shot that lady dead. That's right. You know that, that's the gun that was there. Nothing's happened there. They said we don't want to charge him. So anyway. Uh, you're trying to get his his papers. He had been saying executive privilege. A court said, nope, you got to give them up. And yesterday, another court said, no, he doesn't. And this is a higher court. You know, they're walking up uh, the ladder, so to speak. So how they're saying that what this last court said is good until probably the end of November. So what happens next? Where will it go from here? Well, it's one of two possibilities. Either the Supreme Court will take it up uh, on an expedited basis. The, the odds of that generally are low, but when it is dealing with issues of executive privilege for the president, the chances go up. If not, then that higher court will make the ultimate decision. Okay. All right. So we'll just kind of have to... I haven't talked about it much because I knew that this was going to happen. Right. I'd be talking about, ooh, this court said... You got to turn up your, give your papers over. And then the next day I'd come on and say, okay, pull your horse in. 
no, that's not going to happen. Another court has said, no, you don't have to turn. It's going to have – somebody's got to make the, the definitive judgment on this. So who would be that? If it's not the Supreme Court, what appellate court would handle it that could make this statement and the Democrats could say they won or uh, former President Trump says that he's won? Well, the, the name of the court is the Court of Appeals, they, and they're divided up geographically other than um, one that is a subset, that it's divided by the substance of the cases. So I forget which um, location this one is in, but it's the Court of Appeals. Uh, we okay. have, uh, I clerked, I was a judicial clerk on the Court of Appeals. I think there's only one other faculty member at the Bowen Law School who clerked at that high level. What I think is interesting about it is they give it to like three people first. That's right. It's called a panel. And then the, the maybe two of the three say it goes this way or maybe even three of the three. That's right. But then they can say, we want it to go to the whole court, That's so right. to speak. It's about right. a, a, over a half dozen judges, but it's up to the, all of those judges or a majority thereof. Maybe it's one shy of a majority. I always forget it's a majority. Whether they will take it up, what's called on bank, which means in, in, the, whole pa- in the whole group. Uh, but the... The litigant doesn't have the right to have the whole group decided. It's up to all of the judges via a majority vote to decide whether they're going to go to the whole group. I'm going to I'm going to assume that this is the D.C. Court of Appeals. It might be. I think it might be. I don't remember. Yeah, it might be. Which I wouldn't call a bastion of conservative thought. No, no. Uh, The most conservative (laughs) is the one that we live in, which is the Eighth Circuit. I had an oral argument before the Eighth Circuit a month and a half ago. Is that New Orleans or Louisiana? Uh, St. Louis is its primary. Of course, it covers basically all the way north uh, down to the bottom of uh, Arkansas. uh, And that's the, right, because I said it's geographic. Um, I think New Orleans is fifth. Sorry, in the fifth. Yeah, New Orleans is fifth. fifth. That's right. right. So anyway, bottom line, we'll talk about it Again, in the future, believe me, the Democrats, if anything, and the uh, Russian dossier has proven it, uh, will pursue something that is not true if it has a political end that they want to find. They're starting to look bad about this Russian dossier. It's starting? It's come out. It's starting? Come out that, yeah, it was just totally bogus, totally made up. And guess what name is at the head of the list? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Yep. Do I think I'll see her in an orange jumpsuit anytime soon? Nope. No. She's got too much political capital. She can stop any of that stuff. All right, let's get to our final break, and we'll come back, and we'll have something else to talk about. We've talked about three very important issues already. Uh, Rittenhouse, Robert, and now about Hillary Clinton and the uh, Russian dossier. So we'll come back and talk more about things that are happening in the court systems of the United States. But first, let me tell you about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I kind of referred to them in the last hour. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting Chris to go over and see uh, Eric. And you may not even buy stud earrings. Does your wife have stuff? Does she have She does. Wait till you, okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. Ask him to show you his loose diamonds. Ooh, those are pretty. Yeah, well, you wait and see those will get your heart four, pumping. four or five trays that he lays in front of you. Oh, from little tiny ones to really big ones. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. He, he's got whatever you need. Uh, he's located over at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, Suite E, and uh, he looks forward to you to visit with him. He opens at 10 o'clock uh, Monday through Saturday, and Eric is there 
just before 10. So he's there ready to, to talk to you. If you want to talk to him about something to be made specifically for somebody, call him. 501-246-3655. I mean, he can fix jewelry, clean jewelry. He's got great stuff in his cases, but he's an artisan. He can make stuff for you that nobody else can have. 501-246-3655. Christmas is not that far away. Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. All right, back with you. Uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And of course, we've got Robert Steinbach. We've got Chris Corbett here. So, Chris, the Senate seat, state Senate seat you were going to run for. Right. Uh, was Rayford's old seat. That's but right. when they did the uh, look at how we want to divide all the districts up, it disappeared. That's right. All right. Now you're going to run for a state seat. That's right. The state okay. the state house. house. Let's be talk, district, talk be district, about that. Yeah, it'd be District 55, and it's comprised of 30,000 people. It's right. I mean, it's basically my backyard. So I'm excited about moving to the house and being able to get out to meet the people and deliver what I think um, the state needs and to listen to the people, too. So, this is kind of interesting because... Hawk is right now is the congressman from this district. House right. member, not House. congressman. House member. Yes, State House. House member. Okay, yeah. sorry. And he announced for the Senate seat, so I haven't heard. I need to call him and see what's going on, what he's going to do. But it's right now he's announced for the Senate seat, which is currently Mark Johnson. And, of course, Chris and I have endorsed Mark Johnson. Right. Chris is not going to run against the guy he endorsed because Chris isn't looking to get the, the word senator stamped on a T-shirt. No. He's looking to improve the legislature. Well, Mark Johnson is doing a great job there. Yeah, so, he does a fantastic right. job. So, He's on the show a lot. That's right. Exactly. So Chris isn't going to run against someone he endorses. So here's my question. Is Hawks going to endorse um, uh, Mark Johnson? Because I wonder who Mark Johnson's going to endorse, <laughs> and it ain't Hawks. That much I can we'll tell see. you. It's going to be exciting, Dave. Right. I'm excited about it. And I'll be excited to get my message out. I'll have a formal announcement soon. Um, I have the justice bus in the back with the microphone. The and justice bus. <laughs> I like it's that. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. And you got a microphone in the back so I you can, I've you got can a stand lo- outside I've and speak I've got a loudspeaker. It. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's over the top. Chris has got a loudspeaker. It's called his mouth. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's going to be campaigning. Uh, Chris, talk about some of the issues. Man, the, the issues to me are easy. Is it take power away from the government and give it to the people? Boom, that's number one, right? right. Let's look at this stuff. The occupational licenses. I'm pro-life. I'm pro-gun. And I'm putting my mouth right where my money is, right? I'm, we're, we're litigating some stuff that is point blank, very easy to read the statute. Do you know 20 years ago there were only 20 occupational licenses in, that's what, in the state of yeah, Arkansas? Now there's about. well over 1,000. Oh, it's, it's money. It's all about the money. I get young people calling me, hey, I want to start a business. What kind of license do I have to have? I'm like, wait, what? No, just go out and make some money. you got in-house counsel now, and we're going to take, I'll take care of you. So, yeah, that's one of the small things. We're going to look at every little fee that you're charged. Every little, you got to renew your license. you got to renew your concealed license. You, it's just outrageous the amount of things that you've got to pay for outside of taxes. And I, I, you know, the, we watched David Ray try to get rid of special elections. Two taxes just passed. In special elections, there was less than 3,000 people that voted. I was stunned, and they passed. They passed a bond issue in Cabot, and only 1% 
of the registered voter shows up. That's right. Similar right here in Little Rock. uh, What Chris is mentioning, two back-to-back elections to raise your taxes here in Little Rock. Virtually no one showed up because it's run by the internal bureaucrats. That's right. And um, so, yeah, it's going to – I think it's going to be – I think I can get my message out easily. I need to get in front of more people, shake more hands, get them to know me and my agenda, and we'll see how it comes out. Well, I can do an endorsement right now. I endorse, of course, Chris. Fantastic. Thank you, Dave. Remember, Dave Ellswick endorses Chris Corbett for the House. Well, he'd be stealing my uh, motto for my campaign if I ran. Because you know what my motto would be? What? Freedom. Oh, yeah. That's all it would be. It'd be a big, well, big sign, Dave Ellswick, freedom. Dave, I, I get numerous calls about the vaccine mandates, the mask stuff. I mean, what, are we still the land of the free? Are you going to sit back and be told what to do? Not if you listen to Biden. We're yeah, not. well, where was our leadership in this stuff? They, or they listen to Asa at times. Yeah. and I mean, uh, you're told you couldn't go to restaurants. You got to wear a mask. Now you have to send your kids. You have to mask your kids up. Uh, I'll tell you, my, my elementary school... Um, in Conway was shut down. Today they're shut down because of COVID. They shut the school down. Now, right or wrong, there's a safety problem there. But still, I was like, okay, well, where's the facts? Well, why are they shutting it down? What's going on? We just we just take it. We're, we've been trained. We've been socialized. We've been spoon fed this crap. And all of a sudden, you look up and go, wait a minute, that's not right. And then if you stand up. You get burnt. This is. I'm going to use the same argument that I used against Governor Huckabee when yeah. he was governor about smoking. If you don't want to be in a restaurant where they smoked, don't go there. Let there the go. the owner of the restaurant decide right. what he wants to do. Same thing on COVID. That's right. If you want certain protocols to be followed where you go, then go to those restaurants that give you those protocols. But don't force it on everybody. The, the, the dumbest argument I ever heard, uh, and this from conservatives, well, I think that they should have to say that you can't smoke there because if they smoke there, then I can't get some of that certain food that they serve that I really want. What? Yeah, it's freedoms. What? It's, it, it, it comes down to one simple thing, freedoms. Yes. Is it taking away your right to choose? Is it taking away your uh, personal freedoms? Just look at it on that basis. Does this give more power to the government or more power to the people? Here's the key. If you didn't want smoking at a restaurant, yeah. show up, say you're going to go, and then not go in and you get the manager and say, I'm not, I can't stay, I can't handle the smoke. Yeah. If enough people say that, guess what the, the owner does? That's right. He stops smoking. That's that's the way business works. That's right. Well, we were just recently at Dan Sullivan's rally up in Jonesboro. Fantastic speeches given by numerous people, and we met some good people up there in Jonesboro. We met our clients, um, Cindy person. Talbot and Nancy Best, which were uh, defending their rights and during their uh, attendance of the uh, January 6th deal at the Capitol. And you know what? It, it was fantastic to meet those folks and shake people's hands. And I had one person come up to me. I've read all your lawsuits. Thank you for doing what you're doing. The statute's clear. And I said, you're right. The statute is clear on the gun rights all right. in the county and city hall. So I'm going to bring you that, bring that message to my people in District 55, and they'll get to choose. And hopefully they'll vote for me, Chris Corbett. Arkansas State House. Always choose freedom. That's right. Jefferson said, 
He would rather live under the messiness of freedom than the government boot of being told what he must do. Oh, man. Amen. All right. We're done, guys. Thanks so much for being here, Robert. Appreciate it. Thank you, Chris, for being here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Let's take a break. Bill O'Reilly's ready to have his say, and then I'll be back with Matt Smith. And Clifford, the big red dog, opens this weekend. All right. Back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're waiting for Matt Smith to give us a call, and we'll be ready to get underway uh, with him. And looks like he, the phone is ringing now, so I'm going to figure that that's Matt. While I've got this time, let me tell you about Pat Davis. You know, right now you're ga- you know you're going out and picking your insurance company that you want to get your health insurance for. Um, I'm I don't know how nicer to say this other than you need to talk to Pat. I mean, he'll tell you he can save you thirty to fifty percent on your health insurance now. Since that's a fact, I would think you'd be calling him in in droves. And I don't know. Maybe you're saying, I just don't want to go through all of that again. I, I'm, I'm just going to stay where I'm at. I think some of it is laziness. I think other parts of it is is that you hear me talk about Pat all the time. You go, sounds too good to be true. I'm telling you, it's true what he can do for you. Call him at five zero one. 605-6935. You know, save 30 to 50% on your health insurance. It's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. You know, a lot of places, they tell you they're going to save you a bunch of money. You get there, it's a share plan where the people that are all under the certain plan are the ones that pay the premiums. And Look, that that's not what this is. It is actual health insurance. It can be given by any provider in the nation. You won't pay any copays, and there are times then your doctor, your urgent care, even the hospital is going to send you a check. I don't know about you, but I can't remember a time that a hospital sent me a check uh, for, and it said, "Glad that you used this. Here's your check." So call Pat Davis and talk to him about this. Five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. Or visit him online. You can get all the information there and have a you know digital chat with him. Yourhealthplanman.com. All right, so what's going on this weekend at the movie theater? You want to know? Well, we've got it for you because i got Matt Smith with us. Matt, how you doing today? Good morning. I tell you, there's a big movie coming. This is this weekend, when I look at it, this is the weekend... For a family movie that should do very well at the box office when they have Clifford the Big Red Dog coming big to the big screen. Yes, yes. PG, Paramount Pictures, uh, of course, based on the books and the cartoons, first movie uh, about this Clifford character. And, yes, it is geared up definitely uh, for the kids uh, that's playing this weekend. And, of course, at Riverdale 10, we have Spencer from uh, Neon Releasing, and that is about Princess Diana. Uh-huh. It is uh, a fictionalized version of events in her life that's playing at Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com. And, of course, as you know, we already have our tickets on sale for White Christmas. Yeah, baby. you got to see this. If you've never seen it on the big screen, 
you've got to see it if you have you know how fantastic it is i mean the scene at the, towards the end at the uh, uh the holiday inn basically uh where they're all in those red robe things that they're wearing the the, the two female leads unbelievably beautiful White Christmas can't beat it. Tickets are only $5. That's a Dave Ellswick Classic for December. It's Tuesday, December the 14th at 7 p.m. Tickets are just $5. They're on sale at Riverdale10.com. And, of course, that's White Christmas rated PG, the original from 1954. Of course, it has Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, Danny Kaye, directed by Michael Curtis. Riverdale10.com for White Christmas. I saw that at the movie theaters when I was a young uh, tyke. And, I mean, it came out a year after I was born. Uh, But my mother, it would play at theaters every year for several years after it was released. And mom would always take us boys to go see it because she loved that movie. Dad, when he could was uh, not working he'd go along too because he liked danny k what's not to love i agree i agree and he was of course he was former military and he could respond to all these veterans helping out their former commander and stuff it was it was really good it's a great movie great film no doubt about it no doubt about it so that's playing of course we're still playing eternals from the marvel cinematic universe that is still on the screen okay Yes, yeah, still playing Eternals, and of course, um, you know, we've got these other films that we're holding over right before this big Thanksgiving rush, which is coming up for us. So also this weekend, we have uh, French Dispatch with Bill Murray. We are still playing Dune from Warner Brothers, Jason Momoa in that film. Great movie. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong, PG from 20th Century Fox, animated film for the kids. We still have that. Of course, the uh, biggest box office phenomenon of the past year, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, PG-13, still playing that film. Uh, Halloween Kills with Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, uh, Dave Ellswick's favorite crush. I took, I took my uh, granddaughter. to. She's been wanting to see it, and she hadn't okay. got out. And so I took her over to uh, Cabot uh, VIP Cinema, and we went and saw it last Sunday and she loved it. She's a big horror fan. She loved that movie. She said, that's the first movie I've seen in a long time, uh, Granddad, that kind of scared me. <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's great. And, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, and I mean, hey, you know, uh, let's make another one. Yeah, and, okay. they, and they do. It's called Halloween Dies coming up next yes. year. See yes. what that's all about. It'll be great. It'll yep. be great, no doubt about it. That is still playing. That is still on the screen. And, of course, we have the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Daniel Craig's last outing as James Bond, that is still playing. And we have also held over Antlers uh, from a couple of weeks ago, and that is the scary film with Carrie Russell, directed by Scott Cooper. I'm going so, to see uh, James Bond again Sunday at 4 o'clock. Awesome. Right awesome. there at Riverdale. Yeah, I'm coming over to Riverdale. That's the lineup. So Clifford the Big Red Dog, new this week. Spencer, about Princess Diana, new this week. And we have held over Eternals from from Marvel and Walt Disney. Uh, Antlers with Carrie Russell. French Dispatch with Bill Murray. Dune with Jason Momoa. Daniel Craig in the new James Bond, No Time to Die. 
of course, Tom Hardy in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween Kills, and Ron's Gone Wrong for 20th Century Fox, PG. All of those are playing at all of our locations. That's Riverdale10.com in Little Rock. And, of course, we're serving uh, beer and wine at our locations, full food menus. Uh, tickets on Tuesday are just $5. And, of course, we feature luxury leather recliners with tables and reserved seating uh, at all locations. Be sure to check that out, Riverdale10.com. Uh, i got some cool stuff coming up next week. Uh, next week on Thursday the 18th, we will debut Ghostbusters Afterlife. It looks fun. PG-13, bringing back the uh, original cast from Ghostbusters in this film. Okay, i got to stop you just one moment. Yep. When you watch the trailer, at the very end of the trailer, they make a phone call, the kids do, and uh, a guy answers the phone and he says, there's nobody here. My God, if you can't identify that voice... There's something wrong with you. You know who you know who that is. That's going to answer. That answered the oh, phone. You're going to call. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's who you're going to call, that. right? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. Ghostbusters coming up on the 18th. Tickets are already on sale at Riverdale10.com and at all of our locations in Batesville, Searcy, Cabot, and Hot Springs. Be sure to check that out. Ghostbusters starts Thursday, the 18th, starting Friday, the 19th. King Richard with Will Smith. That looks very good. That looks like the best. This looks like the best part that Will Smith has played in years. He's due a win, no doubt about it. Uh, King Richard, and it's about uh, you know Serena Williams, Venus Williams, their dad, and how they became who they were through their father and his inspirational journey, and how he coached them and led them. Uh-huh. So King Richard, Warner Brothers, Will Smith starts on Friday the nineteenth, and then uh, Tuesday. The 23rd, uh, we have Encanto, and that is PG. That is from Walt Disney Films. That's our animated feature for Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll have House of Gucci on Tuesday, the 23rd. I want to see Lady it. Gaga. That looks good. Yes, and that is about the uh, assassination of um, the leader of the Gucci family and when all that happened. Uh, and then, of course, also on Tuesday the 23rd, we'll have the new Resident Evil Raccoon City film. That's yeah. on the 23rd. It's going to be weird, though, to see that movie and, and Mia's not in it. Cool movie. It's a cool reboot. Uh, that's coming up on the 23rd for all of our horror-slash-action films. Big adult drama on the 23rd with House of Gucci. And, of course, for the kids, we've got Encanto, uh, as Disney's Encanto, as well as Ghostbusters over the... Um, uh, Thanksgiving holiday, and yes, um, King Richard, that will definitely be an awards contender also uh-huh. for the Thanksgiving holiday. So check all that out at Riverdale10.com. And, uh, of course, we still have free popcorn on Wednesdays with the free popcorn bucket, and we still have $5 tickets on Tuesday. Now be sure to go to the website and sign up for our email newsletter. Uh, if you'll sign up for the email newsletter, uh, that gets you information about special things that we're doing. For example, on Saturday, uh, November the 27th at 5 p.m., you will have a chance to watch Sing 2. Oh, cool. That, that movie comes out at Christmas. But we will have a one-time sneak preview special early access screening at 5 p.m. at the Riverdale 10 on Saturday. The November the 27th at 
5 p.m. Those tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. So be sure to sign up for email newsletter so you can get notifications about that. Just go to the website, click sign up for email newsletter, put your email uh, address in there. You'll get the newsletter every week. We also have a rewards club program. Sign up for rewards. You get a rewards card. You get points for every dollar you spend at the theater on concessions and tickets, and you can redeem those points for movie posters, T-shirts, free movie tickets, free concession items, popcorn, food, anything. Be sure to sign up for the rewards program. So that's coming up. Those tickets are on sale, and that's going to be uh, Saturday, the 27th at 5 p.m. That's going to take place at the Riverdale 10. It's also going to happen at the Hot Springs 8 VIP Cinema in Hot Springs. So be sure to check that out. You can see uh, Scene 2 um, a month before the movie comes out. Uh, it's just going to be a one-time only early access screening, and that is uh, at Hot Springs and Riverdale on Saturday, November the 27th at 5 p.m. Those tickets are on sale, so be sure you check that out. All right. When we come back with Matt Smith, we got one more segment. What's coming up in December? Let's talk about that because there's some really – it's a mixed bag in December. I mean, you got Marvel. You've got uh, a remake of a great musical by uh, Steinberg. We got, we got a lot of stuff that's coming that people are going to want to see here at Riverdale 10 and, of course, in Cabot and Hot Springs and Searcy and up in Batesville. So we'll talk about it in just a moment on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about East End Towing. They will take care of you. What happens if you need to be towed off a private property? You know, I'm not, I don't know all the ins and outs, so that's why I would call East End Towing, because no matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it, and they've got the answers for you. All you have to do is call them, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. They belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed and insured. And every one of their trucks is permitted. That's East End Towing. All right, back with you. Matt Smith with us for another few moments. Let's talk about over the Christmas season because there's some big, big movies coming up over Christmas time. Uh, I've got one coming for you that's just, it's incredible. It's called American Underdog. It is uh, rated PG. Uh, Incredible movie for families. Incredible movie for Christians. <clears throat> this movie stars Kurt uh, is is the Kurt Warner story, right? It's called American Underdog. It's PG. Now uh, it doesn't come out until Christmas Day, but I'm going to let the cat out of the bag and let you guys know something ahead of time. Okay, we have another early access screening. It's going to be for American Underdog. It's going to be December the seventeenth and cool. December the eighteenth. It's going to be at seven p.m. and um, uh, tickets will go on sale soon, and if you've signed up for the email newsletter, obviously you'd be the first to know, and you'd be the first to get your tickets. And that screening is going to take place at the Cabot 8 VIP Cinema and the Hot Springs 8 VIP Cinema. So another reason to sign up for the rewards program, another reason to sign up for that email newsletter, you know about these special things way ahead of anyone else. All right. American Underdog, PG. I want a story. You got to see this film. Going to be incredible for the holiday season. Great Christian movie. I'm not sure which movie is more anticipated, the new Spider-Man movie or West Side Story that opens up on December 10th. Oh, hands down, Spider-Man. 
Okay. Hands down, down Spider Man. Yeah, your 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 huge movies in uh, December will be Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man's going to have a huge number. It's going to have a big gross, and the reason behind that is it's getting out of the gate on December seventeenth. It's going to be a big movie. Uh, another big movie is uh, Sing Two, December twenty second. Going to be a big movie, no doubt about it. Uh, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story on Christmas Day, PG, also a big movie. And then, of course, we've got Kingsman uh, on uh, 1222. Yeah, I can't wait for that either. From Fox, also on 1222. Matrix, Resurrection. Yes, that's on 1222. Now, West Side Story opens on 1210, and uh, that's going to give it a week in front of Spider-Man. That's a great move. It gets it two weeks in front of those other films. That's good. But uh, these movies are just going to be massive. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, Sing 2, um, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story there, of course, uh, Matrix Resurrections, and The Kingsman. Big movies, big movies for, for the holiday season. No okay, about it. so tell me, Peter Dinklage is going to star in Cyrano de Bergerac. <clears throat> uh, that's going to be uh, a movie that's going to draw some people. It's going to be a musical drama. and. Yeah, look- yeah, look for that around uh, January 14th or so. Yeah, look for that one then. That'll probably be January 14th, right around in there when that film opens. Um, speaking of January, you've also got Scream, uh, the new Scream movie going January the 14th, and uh, that cool little movie, The 355. That looks uh, great. January 7th. January 7th. Yes. I'm, I'm a huge yes. Diane Kruger fan, and yes. uh, they got her with uh, Chastain and some other uh, great kind of female action heroes that it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out at the theaters yes yeah yeah Cyrano's a musical that'll go january 14th and that's a good move that'll get a month behind west side story also mm-hmm. a musical all right well we'll let you go there my man there's a good one this weekend don't forget for your kids you can't go wrong i've read nothing but positive reviews for clifford the big red dog and I know my grandson loves to watch the cartoon. We're going to go next Friday and see it in the theater. There you go. Good to see you. Remember us at Riverdale10.com. And, of course, i got to tell you, let's go, Brandon. Can't leave without saying that. <laughs> I'm going to say that at least until November of, of uh, 2024. <laughs> I got you, brother. We'll take care. We'll talk to you next week here on the Dave Ellswick Show. That's Matt Smith. He is the man who owns... Uh, you know, the uh, VIP cinemas in Hot Springs here in Little Rock at the Riverdale 10 up in Cabot at the Cabot VIP and at Searcy at the Searcy VIP and then at the Oaks in Batesville, uh, which is also a VIP cinema. There's a lot of great movies and for every taste coming out now between now and the end of the year. And so I'm looking forward. And next year, as big as this year was, next year, I, I think is going to be beyond. I mean, you got you got Doctor Strange, you've got Top Gun two, you got a lot of different movies next year that are going to be coming out that are going to be fun. Everybody's waiting for Top Gun. They're doing with it what they did with Tom Cruise, or not Tom Cruise, but with uh, Daniel Craig in the Bond movie. I mean, that was a year and a half. Uh, wait for that that film won't have to do that uh gotta have to do that with uh, top gun too i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be coming out in march and it will rule whatever month it comes out everybody is waiting for that movie i'm looking for it and no ladies i don't know 
if they're going to have a volleyball scene in it. Right. <laughs> Anybody who saw Top Gun knows exactly what I'm talking about uh, for the for the women. So I don't know what's uh, exactly coming up as far as as that's concerned. But Tom Cruise is, you know, showing his age a little bit. I mean, he's maturing as a and an actor, and uh, he's not going to be the, you know, the the real flamboyant pilot this time. He's the head honcho of uh, the school. So it'll be fun to see how he plays that part. So I love the movies for me. I love going to the movies and that was ingrained with me, with my, my mother and my father. Now I got my love for movies, not in the the sit down theaters. We'd go to the Paramount or the Parthenon down in Hammond uh, once in a while, like for how the West was one that was out in Cinerama and all that. But basically, we watched all our movies at the drive-in because it was a lot cheaper. And uh, Mom would bake, would uh, would pop up the popcorn and sugarcoat it, and uh, had the cooler. And uh, yeah, that was the old kind of green-looking ones that we all had, kind of Coleman, and uh, had sodas in it. All right, I'll be back with you on Monday, six a.m. And uh, I'll have that audio for you. Uh, from uh, the lady from the Arkansas State Police talking about why and how they're using that money that you pay for your uh, ability to carry concealed. We'll have that for you as well. A lot more coming your way all next week. Stay with us. You can't miss a day because we talk about the things a whole lot of other people are not talking about. And if it's a national story, we talk about it from an Arkansas perspective. It's all coming your way starting again on Monday at 6 a.m. here on the Dave Ellswick Show. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.